הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שאוכני עפר קדוש עם אשר בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסדורם נחה נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן פייגמן צמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מיומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So ברוך השם today we do the last part of תורה ע"ב of ליקוטי מורנטיניאנה. We're going to finish off this תורה חיים נצחיים. And uh, starting with the explanation of the verse in Eov. And this is what is written over there in Eov, chapter 39. Dwelling on the rock and lodging there, and resting there. What is Sela? The rock. Sela means the well. Meaning the explanations and interpretations of Torah. As we said in the verse, the well which the captains dug. And now Rabbanu is going to explain, play with the words Chafarua from this verse, as we see in Eov chapter 39. From there it searches for food. What is Chafar? To dig for food, to search for food? This represents the embarrassment, the shame that a person feels when he receives those interpretations of Torah. As we said above in last section, that when the tzaddik gazes upon you, he implements in your mind, he, shi- he helps your mind illuminate and to shine. And now you... You're able to come up with these novelties in Torah, but once you come up with these novelties in Torah, it comes with embarrassment, shame, recognition of how far you are from Hashem, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And once you have that shame, and once you have those interpretations in Torah, you have this shame. So we see, Chafar Ochel, it searches for food. What is Chafar? It comes from the language of what? As we said above, with regard to the moon, the moon will be ashamed. This busha, this embarrassment. Because through the interpretations of Torah, one merits true shame. And this is what it means when it says in the verse, from there it searches for food. Because this person's embarrassed to extend the food into his mouth just from the embarrassment that comes upon him. That even the food that he eats, he realizes, he realizes isn't his. So he's embarrassed. And this is why it finishes off in the verse, Its eyes look out to the distance. What does that mean? Meaning he sees and he gazes as to how far, as to how far he truly is. And therefore, And you shall see, and you shall see to it, why is it that Yitro told Moshe Rabbeinu this? Ki Moshe yachatano, because Moshe was his son-in-law. And Yitro was aware. He knew of how holy and how, how Moshe was completely separated from this evil desire of immorality. And therefore, who daika among the Moshe? It's Yitro who specifically told Moshe Rabbeinu. And you shall see. Meaning you specifically. Because Yitro knew the great holiness that Moshe possessed. That Moshe had the ability to see someone, to gaze at each and every person and to apportion to them the greatness and the authority just through sight and gazing alone. Yitro was also a convert. And what did it say? As we see in the Bezoar, Parashat Shelach Lecha, page 168, says over there that the Gerim are created from the holiness of the, uni- uh, the 
the unifications of these tzaddikim when the tzaddikim go with their wives. Because they are so holy and this act is done in such purity, those nishamot that they bring into the world are converts. That they create and they birth converts in the world. From that union of tzaddikim comes these uh, converts. that brought down in Bereshit chapter 12 on the verse, and the soul that they had made in Haran, referencing Avraham and Sarah, that Avraham and Sarah were so holy that through their unions they created souls. In Haran, what did that mean? Ve'itan, it's brought over there in the Zohar. She'avraham ve'sarah be'et she'ayu al-karim. When Avraham and Sarah, when Sarah was barren, ho'olidu mi'zivugam nafshot ha'gerim. They were able to birth from their, uh, from their uh, unities, to, from their unity together, from their relations together. They were able to bring down and create these souls of converts. Nafshot ha'gerim. Ve'alken, and therefore Yitro she'ayagel she'hu ba'mikdushat ha'zivug shel tzadikim. Therefore Yitro was a convert who comes from the holiness and the sanctity of the, of the, um, of the union between the tzaddikim. Therefore, it's he specifically who knows the awesome and precious holiness of these tzaddikim. That from their awesome holiness that is created from their, uh, from their unions, or, sorry, that from their awesome holiness during their union with their wives, they create the souls of converts. And Yitro, because he was a convert, he knew specifically where he came from. From the holiness, from the holiness of Moshe Rabbeinu. All the more so from the holiness of their um, abstinence, basically. From the fact that they are so separated from this sexual immorality. And therefore, Yitro specifically knew that according to the great holiness and separation of Moshe Rabbeinu, that he was able to, able to gaze at the nation. And just through his sight alone, Moshe's awesome vision, he was able to um, divide for each and every, every person this greatness that was fitting for them. And therefore, this is why Yitro specifically told Moshe Rabbeinu, and you shall see, as we said above, and this is hidden in the word Yitro itself. If you take the letters of Yitro, take the last letters of this phrase, as it brought down Daniel chapter 12, you have the word Yitro. Take the last letters of So the last four words of that verse, that of those who sleep in the dust of the earth, they will awaken, they will get up. What is And many of those who sleep in the dust, Yakitsu, they will wake up. So if you take the last four words, you have the last letter over there, which is the Yud, Admat, you have the Tav, the Afar, the Resh, and Yakitsu, the Vav, you have Yitro, literally spelled in its exact order. Yud, Tav, Resh, Vav, Yitro. Meaning what? Ki yitro daika amar la Moshe because yitro specifically told Moshe Rabbeinu v'ata techezekan and you shall see why v'adi bechinat v'ata techezek al dezeh zochin egdula. As we said above, that we know that yitro came from the soul, uh, from the holiness of the union between tzaddikim and their their counterparts, and their wives and their soulmates. That from the holiness of this union are created the souls of converts as we see in the Zohar and Parashat Shlach Lecha that Abraham and Sarah when they were barren they were creating souls of converts as it says the souls that they made in Haran literally they were creating souls of converts just through their union they were so holy so Yitro knew this specifically and this is what he was telling Moshe Rabbeinu that you shall see 
And we see in the last verse, the Rabbi Mishaneh Admad Afar Yakitu, that this is hidden. We have hidden over there the aspect of Yitro. And now we're going to see this. Through the aspect of you shall see as it says in the verse. Through this, one merits greatness. Meaning when Moshe is able to see each and every individual, he gives to them the greatness that is fitting for them. And they merit the interpretations of Torah. Meaning these Torah novelties. And through this, they come to embarrassment. They, they receive shame. And then that shame leads them to do Teshuvah, to return to Hashem. And in that Teshuvah, which is the aspect of eternal life, awakens and brings back to life the humility that is present and dormant within each and every individual. And what is that humility? It's the humility of Moshe within each and every limb. Because we said the essence of resurrection in the time to come will be only, will occur only to that humility within each and every person. That is brought down. In the verse, in the verse, wake up and sing out those who are humble of the earth. The hum, the the those who dwell on the earth. What is the shochneafar? Those who dwell on the earth. It's the aspect of those who are in the earth, meaning those who are humble, those who don't make themselves like the heavens and try to run up, uh, run on top of everyone. It's those who make themselves themselves small. So now Rabbanu is going to explain this verse. We're going to see Rabbi Mishanead Matafar Yakitu and why this has to do with Yitro. Rabbanu is going to explain this. And all of this is created through specifically Yitro. Because it's Yitro who tells Moshe specifically, not anyone else, but the furthest person, the convert, who comes from very, very far. As we say, Rashi says that Yitro, there was not one idol he did not serve. He was the biggest priest of the entire time, of the entire world. He served every single idol, and it's he who came to Hashem Bach and recognized God. And it's he who tells Moshe Rabbeinu, You shall see. And from this, when Moshe sees everything, all these aspects are created, but it starts from Yitro. And therefore, this is why we see hidden within the letters of Yitro, we see this verse, and many of those who dwell in the earth, of the, uh, in the dust of the earth, Yakitu will awaken, will get up. So if you take those words, from those who dwell on the earth, they will wake up. The last letter spell out Yitro. Because it's through Yitro, who said to Moshe Rabbeinu, and you shall see. It's through Yitro who, who influenced Moshe Rabbeinu. It's through Yitro that the aspect of life is drawn. It's through Yitro that the resurrection occurs. That's in the verse. Wake up and sing out those who dwell in the dust. Meaning it's Yitro who's able to awaken the aspect of the dust. Why? The aspect of waking of those of resurrecting of, of the resurrection of those who lie in the dust. Why? Because it's Yitro who tells Moshe Rabbeinu, and you shall see. Meaning it's Yitro who gives him that that motivation to apportion the glory to each and every individual. Because without Yitro, Moshe Rabbeinu would have, wasn't, uh, wouldn't have created these officers of thousands, officers of hundreds. So it's Yitro who influences Moshe Rabbeinu to do this. And then from that, Moshe Rabbeinu is able to apportion the glory to each and every individual, which creates this resurrection of humility at the, in the time to come. But what? Without Yitro, none of this begins. Uh... As we see in the verse, Bechinat Akitu Varanosho Khnafar, Bechinat Verabi Mishana Admatafar Akitu, as we saw in the verse, that's hidden inside the last four words of this verse, 
that many of those who dwell in the dust will awaken. This is the word of Yitro. The Yud, the Tav, the Resh, and the Vav. Mishene Admat specifically from those who dwell in the dust of the earth. What is those who dwell in the dust of the earth? It's those who have humility. Like we said above, like the desert. From the desert, a gift. What's the desert we said? One who places himself like a desert. One who has true humility. That's the dust. So what do we see here? That it's Yitro who awakens this aspect of humility within each and every person because it's he who influences Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu just through his sight alone is able to create this entire rectification. And this is what it said in Yeshaya chapter 4. This is a very awesome and beautiful phrase. It speaks about the end of times. That what? Of those who remain in Zion. And those who are left in Yerushalayim. Kadosh. It will be said of him that he is Kadosh. That he's holy. Those who remain in Zion and Yerushalayim in the end of times will be called holy. What does that mean? Those who remain in Yerushalayim. Those who are left in Yerushalayim. What does that mean? Notar. It comes from the word Yitro. Notar comes from the word Yitro, which means Yeter, addition. Those who remain there. So through Yitro specifically, that he will be considered, that he will be called out as holy. That he will be, it will be said of him as holy. Meaning what? To the Tzadik. Meaning what? Because it's Yitro, who's the convert. It's he who knows the holiness of the Tzadik. He will be called holy. Who? The Tzadik. Meaning it's Yitro who recognizes that the Tzadik is so holy. It's he who recognizes that Moshe Rabbeinu has this awesome rectification, this awesome ability to see every individual and to divide the glory according to each and every person, according to what is fitting. But it's Yitro who sees this. And therefore, it's he, Yitro, who says to Moshe Rabbeinu, And you shall see. Because it's Yitro specifically who knew Moshe's great holiness. And this is why it says at the end of the verse in Yeshaya, it will be said of him, Kadosh, holy. He will be called holy. Why? Because Yitro, who is the aspect of Notar, as it says in the verse, Notar, the one who remains, meaning Yitro, who comes with the same word, the same root as Notar, it will, it, will be him, it will be him who will sanctify the tzaddik as kadosh holy. Because he specifically sees the holiness of the tzaddik. And the principle which, emerge, which emerges from all of what we mentioned above. That one who comes next to the true tzaddik. Or comes next to a true tzaddik. A true tzaddik and he listens to listens to. A Torah that comes from out of his mouth. He's there to listen to the words that emerge from the tzaddik's mouth. It is fitting for this person who is present at the time of the tzaddik's Torah, the tzaddik's lecture, that a great embarrassment and a humility shall fall upon him. And this is a true sign that this man was by a true tzaddik. You want to know whether you were by a true tzaddik or not? When true embarrassment and lowliness is drawn upon you at the time when you're listening to the Torah emerge from his mouth. Because it's through the Torah that the tzaddik draws down, the true tzaddik draws down. Through those Torah novelty that the tzaddik brings down into the world, he draws down embarrassment and shame to each and every individual there present at the time. 
just as it was at the time of the giving of the Torah when Moshe Rabbeinu drew down humility and divided the humility that he had within each and every limb of every single Jewish soul there. And through that embarrassment, which is that Teshuvah, we said, which results in doing Teshuvah, through this, the humility of Moshe, through this, the humility of Moshe will be resurrected within each and every individual, within each and every limb of every single person. And then, each and every person is obliged to truly feel his true lowliness. Meaning, each and every person cannot fake anymore where he thinks he stands. Because Moshe Rabbeinu is showing you literally a mirror. He's showing you exactly where you stand. But one who, go, who goes next to a false leader, a false tzaddik, a tzaddik who thinks, who tries to convince the world he's a tzaddik, and who does a good job at it. But one who goes next to a false leader, hears from his mouth a Torah, a lesson. Um, and greatness comes to this person through this Torah. The reverse is automatically understood, meaning we see that not you don't attain humility, you attain the exact opposite. But Rabbanu teaches us that we do not know at all what is true humility, what is true lowliness, what it means to be truly lowly. Because it's certain that this is not the main purpose, to be contemptuous, truly lowly and pathetic which we call a an unfortunate person, meaning someone everyone feels bad for. That's not the point. And what they call Lashon Ashkenaz, Shlemazalnik, what they call a Shlemazalnik. This person who is like a, oh, like a, a misken, someone who everyone feels bad for. That's not the point. Rabbi was saying, that's not the takhlit of humility. That's not humility at all. Because Lowliness is the essential life within each and every limb, as we said. That how are the limbs going to be resurrected through the humility that is present within each and every limb? And humility is the essential pleasure of the entire world to come. So it can be this pathetic thing. And it's certain that the purpose of the entire world to come is not to be lowly and pathetic and contemptuous that everyone spits on you. God forbid. It has nothing to do with that. So. We don't really understand what true humility is because it seems, it would seem surface level that humility is when people step on this person and this and that. But Rabbi Nussin, that's not humility. As he writes in Sikhot Aran, true humility is not a person who walks with his eyes down to the ground, constantly looks down with a hunchback. That's, that's not humility. Rabbi Nussin says, therefore a person must truly seek out from Hashem and beg God. That he merits that God should help him attain to merit true humility and true lowliness. Which is the essence of life. And the essential enjoyment of the world to come. May we merit to truly attain that humility. And to truly apply the words of Rabbeinu here. So that we can restore that humility of Moshe Rabbeinu within each and every one of our limbs. God willing, may we attain this very, very soon with the coming Mashiach. And... Um, to, uh, to truly attain all the rectifications mentioned in this lesson.